podcast. podcast. Do do Podcast. Two hoes. Two hoes. Four house on the hill. From Delco. Four house on the hill. Boop, oh, boop. yeah, that's a What's going on? Are you... Oh, okay. Okay. We should all be here now. Hey, Denise, are you here? Hey, Beth. Hey. Hello. Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, so, okay. Uh, sorry, guys, for the technical difficulties for starting out. I don't know what happened. I guess, like, my garage band had to be, like, reinstalled because... I, it wasn't up to date or whatever. So, um, anyway, so, um, okay, let me do like all the intro shit. Uh, hi, you're listening to hosts from Delco with Beth Heinley and Marine Cummings. And today we have a, or this evening, we have a special guest, uh, Denise Matthews, a childhood friend of Marine. And hi. I'm Marine. This is my childhood friend, Denise. Hi, how are you? I guess we could also say I was childhood friends with you also, Beth. Well, we... It's like high school age. Yeah, like, I was thinking that too, like, but even, like, with Maureen, I'm like, uh, I've known Maureen pretty much, but we met when we were teenagers, so technically not childhood friends. Right? I mean, is that the rule? Isn't that the rule? Like... Well, I, I look at childhood as... Not just like adolescent, like you can also factor in like adolescence age too, which I guess we would have met like high school. Yeah, but yeah. like you know, your childhood friends though, like that's like a different, like you're you're very different when you're a child. Like so, like to be friends still with someone from your childhood is, I think, really special because you you see yourself. I don't know. I, it's just. You're di- you're very different from childhood to adolescence, I think. Am I like? That's true. No, I I mean I I'm still friends with three, like close friends with three of like Marines, one of them, and then we have two other friends that we grew up with that I still talk to on a regular basis too. Yeah. Um, well, before we we really get into it, I just want we're so today's episode is uh, the topic is childhood friends. Uh, and that's why Denise is here with us today as Marine's childhood friend. So we can like, you know, really, um, get into this topic. Uh, also, I just want to like do some, uh, uh, podcast, uh, I guess apologies to the tens of people that listen because we haven't recorded in like two months. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's because I think maybe the time difference between you and I is maybe making it, I don't know. Cause it's like you're three hours behind me. Yeah. It makes it a little weird. It makes it a little Story weird. We, we did try to record on Halloween. So like I, what I, and I messed up and deleted the recording or like, I didn't actually even record. I thought I was recording the whole time and I wasn't. <laughs> So it's like even dumber than that. Um, so we would have been kind of still on our monthly basis if we uploaded in October or Halloween, but we didn't. Um, and yeah, so we sucked and it's just taking, and like, you know, we're just like, we're really dwindling, dwindling down to the 100 episodes. Like 
we're, t- we're we told we told each other we were going to do a hundred episodes, or I told Marie we were going to do a hundred episodes, and it's going to probably take us like five to six years to accomplish that. Uh, well, you're you've made it to the halfway mark. I mean. What, yeah, actually, good point. What episode is this? <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to know. Um, hold on, um, let's see. I want to say 54, 55, somewhere Fif- in there. I think we're in the 60s. Right. I was going okay. to say, I, I have no idea, but. Uh, what's your guess, Maureen? I feel like we're probably, we have to be like 60. I feel like we talked about the halfway mark a while ago, but we also don't podcast that often so it could be enough i don't know um this oh this is x episode 65 65 okay wow um yeah our last episode was about the e ching yeah i i i listened to that one Oh, you're the one. (laughs) (laughs) The one person I listen. (laughs) The other one that I was listening to that I was laughing about was the breakup one. Oh, yeah. What did you talk to me? What did you think of that one? It reminded me of when you had a boyfriend in high school that she broke up with at my house over the phone. Uh, that wasn't even high school. That was like seventh grade. That was, we were like no, so, it was high. It had to be high school. Because, was it, maybe it was freshman year. Yeah. It was your freshman yes, year. Yeah, because I yeah, it was someone from high. Yeah, it was someone from school. And it was so funny because you were like, he was the the guy. She was like, you know, I don't think we should see each other. And he's like, yeah, it is getting kind of late. And rings like, oh, you know, like, I remember you telling me this, right? <laughs> no, you're not getting the point. You're missing the point. Um, yeah, because he thought we were going to hang out later in the day, but I meant like we shouldn't see each other anymore. Boys um, in high school actually ended up being like one of the sweetest people, like over the, the high school dog. He's like a really sweet person. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of a bitch about his misunderstanding. No, my you were not. <laughs> you, you were honest and you said, I don't think we should see each other. And he, he, <laughs> you were missing the point. That's tough yeah, though. Like, I did tell me the point. No, like, because I think, like, as girls, we mature at our faster rate, and we are smarter than boys at that age, like, way smarter, so it's it's tough, like, when they're that dense, and it's just kind of like you're annoyed with them, <laughs> like, you can't even, like, you have no sympathy, you're just like, I don't fucking like you anymore, like, you know. Right, um, and they're all just, like, starting to think with their TVs and, yeah, yeah. I just- I saw that, I listened to that episode, and I laughed just because all I remember is just sitting on a landline. In At your house, I remember, because I was, like, terrified. I never broke up with anyone. No, before. I'm like, I've never even, I broke up with that one guy in high school, and we see how that turned out. <laughs> he is now happily married to a lovely man. Oh, well, oh, oh, wait, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. My one and only high school boyfriend. <laughs> I, high school's not complete unless you have one gay dude that you make out with. Uh, we didn't even yeah, do that, Beth. We didn't even do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> it lasted, it, the romance lasted all two months. Yeah, that's like, especially early on in high school, I feel like that's kind of It was my goes. freshman year, so I guess he teen at me yeah. for all other men. Yeah. Well, you know, at least... At least, um, I don't know. I don't have the conversation. Denise, like, at least we've all done it. You're, at you least have, we've all done it. Denise I has a thicker accent 
than me and you. Right? <laughs> You're missing the point, Denise. <laughs> what was that? I was saying you have a thicker accent than both Maureen and I. I think. Really? Yeah, I think you're gonna be so? you're gonna be one of the thickest Delco accents we have on here. Wow! Wow! Um, I get yay for me. Where? I, I don't want to dox you. Well, you're anything. a good example. A good example to set on our show. Yeah. Where Where do you live now? Not to dox you. I mean, everyone knows proximately where Marine and I live. So where? I'm in Havertown. Oh, okay. I, I mean, yeah, I'm she's over like. <laughs> Yeah, she, she's still there, so that makes sense. Yeah, you're yeah. still <clears throat> up in that Delco. The Havertown's, like, with all the Irish people, right? Like, so there's a lot of... Bit, no, that Ir- would be, like, more Upper Darby. Like, Upper oh. Darby's where I grew up. Yeah. And that's, like, real thick Irish. Mm-hmm. But they have the Irish Immigration Center in Upper Darby's. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, a few blocks from our house. Our house yeah. that we grew up at. Yeah. Oh, for like for your listeners, Marina and myself grew up literally across the street from each other. Oh, cool. Yeah, and it's like we've known each other as long. I'm as I'm pretending I'm a listener. I can't remember not knowing you and not yeah being friends with you. How like yeah? Which when did you guys like become friends? What best like idea was of childhood friends like literally yeah. since you were little, right? Um. Well, yeah. So like, when did you guys officially start uh, become friends? How old were you? I feel like a perfect. I feel like it was just when we, like, as long as we were. Yeah, like, as, as soon you, as we were old enough to go outside. <laughs> yeah. Were you born in your house? On- no. we. I think we moved there. We moved there when I was, like, a baby. I feel like the first year old. But not, I wasn't, like, born. So I want to say, I'll just guesstimate it at, like, four, four. Like, I'm a year and a half older than Marie. Okay. So maybe it was, like, four and five. That makes sense. It was like it's when we were old enough to interact with other kids. Wow. Yeah. Four, five years old. That's crazy. For sure, yeah. 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 Like I said, I, I could never, I can't remember a time that Marine wasn't in my life. Yeah. Like we yeah. may have grown a little farther apart, but I always, I would always, like there were certain times a year I always like Marine's birthday, my birthday. Like we just always somehow saw each other or talked to each other at least. Mm-hmm. Denise, like when's three or four times a year? When's your birthday? You want my social check? No, I'm not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's May, May first. Oh, okay. okay. Taurus. I'm, I'm a true Taurus. So. Well, and that's like that's May Day too. That's a cool birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go workers' rights. Yeah. Woo! Um, so okay so like yeah i was saying to marine i was like i'm gonna feel like such a loser on this show topic because i'm not friends with any of my childhood friends today i mean like not not friends but like it's not like something happened but like we've totally lost touch you just grew apart and yeah well like people move yeah they move and like um you know i was sort of in touch I had like my childhood friends, like my next door neighbors were from Germany and uh, their names were Hannah, Lena and Nicholas were the kids. And I was really close friends with Lena. And I mean, I was friends with Hannah, but you know, she was kind of a goody two shoes. So, but, uh, and I was in touch with them on Facebook and like Lena actually like lives in Germany. 
and she's cool. And then my other friend, Julie, uh, when I was friends with since I was like four, we lost touch when she when she moved to media. Because, I mean, if you were going to move to media, you might as well have been, yeah. like, you know, on the I'm other side of the country. So, um, and but Julie's still cool. And actually, we, like, oddly somehow got in touch through, like, my art because her uh her friend a friend of hers is an artist in philly and we knew each other and then it turns out that and she's like an anthropologist and like it turns out that they went to school together and stuff and and then i reconnected with julie again through facebook um and she still seems cool i think we could still hang out like you know like and i feel the same way about lena like when we interacted on Facebook, I was like, we could very easily hang out again. Like, it wouldn't be, like, awkward or, like, who the hell are you? Well, um, yeah, well, that's, that's, yeah. that's the one thing, I guess, again, what does differentiate between, like, childhood friends and, and like, adolescents and adult friends. Like, me and Maureen would pick up right where we left off. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, you always have, like, that common understanding of life. Like, it's just, like, your first memories of your neighborhood and where you grew up. Like, yeah, like, when my mom... Having other people that know that area and how it was is a big deal, I think. Now, Maureen, when did your parents move? Was it before 06 like, or... Oh, away from that area? Yeah, yeah, I would, like... It was the year after I graduated college, so, like, okay. 2003, 2004. Okay, because I don't know why. I thought they still were on the street when my mom was sick. Because I remember you went. No, um, it was right after. Yeah, it was right after we moved, and I actually worked in the city, so I remember I went to see them because I like went to your house and parked there, and then I took the train into the city. Yeah, for work. Yeah, so that's what what happened. But yeah, that was like right after we moved. Because I remember you coming over and sitting in my parents. Yeah, but like that's the other thing. Like, like our families are like very intertwined. Like, I have a very complex relationship with my siblings. Um, and and I just think Maureen has been that missing sibling that I have because my siblings Mm -hmm. are so much older than me. I think maybe that's another thing that kind of like sealed us together. Definitely, and I feel like with me and Maddie both, you're like that. Yeah. Oh, just say it. You and Maddie aren't close. And without Denise, uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't feel like you ever had a sister. Well, she had you though. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just being a fucking bitch. No, uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's why I have never been like that. Um yeah, I mean that's why I have girlfriends cuz I grew up with brothers, so it was like a total boy household. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like my sister was younger. What's that? Yeah, you always had, like, and and it was super overbearing, the boys in your household. Oh, yeah, it was like a boy house. brothers that were super close in age to you, and, like, they were boys, and they were loud, and, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess Tom could be the closest to effeminate, like, um... (laughs) (laughs) He was, I mean, he would, he would play dolls with me every once in a while. But like, uh, you know, any, but then when we, what, what was really annoying, he was always trying to make out with my friends. Then that's what happened. Uh-huh. And yeah. He really did. Yeah. You know all about friends. that. Don't you, Maureen? Yeah. 
Even me, yeah, it took over a much longer time, and it got it was like actually hilarious because afterwards, like we both were like, "What did we just do?" Like, and like went back to normal. Yeah, I was exactly everyone. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, literally every girl that hung out with Beth at any point, it was it would it would happen. Yeah, I know, it I'm was like, it was super so, annoying. I hated it because like I was like, oh, so this is happening. This will be awesome. I mean, well, you just kind of want like your friends to yourself and then your brother's yeah. making out with them. And it's like, and also my brother like is obviously he's my brother. He's like super gross to me. So then like once my <laughs> friend makes out with him, I'm like, I kind of lost respect for you. Like, cause my brother is fucking gross. Like, what are you doing? I was just going to say for me or for your brother? <laughs> for every single one of your friends that made out with your brother? Yeah. Denise, didn't you make out with my brother? <laughs> I, I did. Good. Good. At least every, everyone. We were down. I love it. It was at the shore. It was, I it remember. was at the shore. So awesome. Oh, my God. It wasn't like anything I was, like, pursuing. It was just, like, kind of, like, happened. I'm no, like, uh, you're drinking, you're young. No, <laughs> well, like, was, maybe this will work out. Oh, you're so, Tom just, like, wants to make out with all my friends. That's, like, pretty much it. Like, what a fucking piece of shit. He does it because it annoys me. I think me. we were just. I think we were just, like, available, and that's why, like, because Tom's Tom, like, Tom, there's just something about him, he's, like, kind of, like, an easy guy to be around, and, like, he's he makes not, like, overtly like, he's creepy, not, like, yes, he is not yeah. overtly creepy, even though he's trying to hook up with you, like, he still <laughs> makes you feel comfortable, and you can then still go back to being friends, right now. Yeah, like, I was just, like, <laughs> oh, okay, um... <laughs> I, I didn't have the best self-esteem in my 20s or sort of my 30s and I think I'm starting to get it now in my mid 40s but awesome I, there's hope yet a late bloomer <laughs> um I have a funny childhood friend story though like because like when Maureen was telling me <clears throat> Uh, that you were going to come on our show as a guest. And I was like, what topic um, does Denise want to do? And she said, childhood friends. And I, and I was like, oh, great. Okay, I don't have, I'm not friends with any of my childhood friends. And like literally right around then, a childhood friend messaged me on Instagram. And not that like, I wasn't like on Instagram, like being like, any childhood friends want to get back in touch with me? I didn't do that. This, child yeah no this was like totally like just serendipitous like but well this girl i was friends with her uh like i think like and i'm like a couple years older than her so i was like maybe eight or nine and she was like seven or you know i was seven or you know no i don't think i was friends with her when she was like six or anything like that anyway we were around like between seven and nine years old and uh we hung out all the time we played barbies we like played uh nintendo all the time she was always very nice um because it was her nintendo she would let me be mario uh which is really nice because you guys you know you know how mario brothers is like it's, it's annoying to yeah, be Luigi because like, you have to wait. Yeah. You have to wait to play. So she was always like, I'll let you be Mario because, like, it was her Nintendo, whatever. Um, and you then, go first when you're Mario. What's that? You, you go, go first, first when you're Mario. Yeah, you go first when you're Mario. It's the best. Um, and anyway, so 
uh, she actually just randomly messaged me on Instagram and was like, hey, like I'm a, someone bought one of your comics, a friend of mine. And I was like, oh, my God, that's Beth. Like, I don't know if you remember me. She didn't think I would remember her. I don't know if you remember me, but like you taught me how to draw a cat when I was little and like Aww. we like hung out and you know, and now I'm like a cartoonist and it's, I'm oh happy and she's like, I'm happy to see that you're, you know, doing your art and making comics. Cause that's like, you know, how I would, you know, see you and uh, yeah. And well, and she's like doing really well. She's a cartoonist for Nickelodeon. So no, for real. Yeah. And, but I was like, you know, um, wrote her back and I was like, oh my God, of course I remember you. And I was like, I remember your brothers and your parents, your mom was so sweet. And, you know, um, you were such a a sweet little girl. She was, she was a very nice friend. I was actually kind of a bully to her. Um, because, well, well, like she, she like, we were friends though, but like she didn't, she was kind of a scaredy cat of things. So I would make her do things like, Mm. you know, I can remember she was afraid to walk through, um, this Ivy because she thought there'd be snakes in there. And I like made her walk through it once, like little stuff like that. I would make her jump from high, high places. I would like, you made her live her life. I, I just... Yeah, I, I just kind of bullied her into, like, doing things that she was afraid to do. But, um, and, you know, and maybe I, like, made her make me be Mario first. Maybe, like, she didn't really have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. She just wasn't doing it out of the kindness of her heart. No. <laughs> her. I actually remember her, her dad, this like, what we're doing. her dad yelled at me once. Cause he like noticed I was always Mario and like I came over once and he was like, let Nicole be Louise, let Nicole be Mario. Oh shit. I just doxed her. That's her name. Her name's Nicole, everyone. Anyway. um, Everyone's name. Whatever. Well, I like, I'm like, I'm like trash talking right now. I can't, I, I feel bad saying her name. I'm not really trash talking anyway. Like, whatever her dad hated me when we were little and um and I I knew I knew everything there was more I could tell Nicole I was like Nicole I remember your gerbil named Fievel like I remember so much like so um but anyway as I was excited messaging her I was asking about her parents and everything and how her brothers were doing and that's how I messaged her back and um and I was even like it would be cool like if because she lives in New York and I was like Sometimes, you know, I go to New York. I haven't been since like COVID because I'm like freaked out about riding a bus with COVID. But whatever. I was like, I'll probably be around New York. So if I am like, we should like meet up or something or vice versa if you're like in Philly. So that was my. She never. Yeah. She never messaged me back. Instagram. And I was kind of like, oh my God, did, was, did I come off like desperate or something? Cause I'm not desperate. 
And forever and ever and ever. Like, was I... a childhood friend. Yeah, like, I got, like, overexcited and, like, now she's, like, now she's, like, oh, what a fucking loser. Like, oh, my God. Hey, nerd. I was just trying to... I, I just, like, saw a friend of mine had your comic. I was just gonna say, like, good job, you know, drawing comics. I was gonna criticize you and say that cat was horrible. Or, or like, you know, I, I mean, it's really great that you're doing independent publishing. I'm at Nickelodeon, but, like, you know... Yeah. It, you know, you keep self-publishing your comics. That's really cool. You keep going. Anyway, yeah, good for you. Um, I just wanted, to, I, like, I just wanted to write you and say that I'm proud of you. <laughs> you have my approval. Have you ever had anyone tell you that they're pr- they're proud of you, and you're kind of like they're like your peer or like younger than you or something, and you're like, what the fuck? I was just reading. Uh, I mean, like last night, I was reading a Reddit post about this. But Maureen said that to me before. I do say it, but like I have actually heard multiple people back make the point that you're making, and I try not to say it anymore. Yeah, well, because it's kind of I didn't accomplish your accomplishment, and like I'm not like I'm your peer. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know. I guess I always just took it as like good, awesome, like happy for you. Well, you know what I mean. But like, yeah, I feel like I I. I have thought about this actually recently. Uh-huh. Too. No, it's it's happened to me like a lot and I think it's because I I think I like protrude loser energy or something. I don't know. I Oh my god, stop it. I was like, no. Wait, yeah, you got it, that it, small dick energy. There yeah, there was like I was like got this like adjunct teaching job which I didn't even get cuz you know I fucking hate art school and and don't want to teach in art school because it's it like robs young artists of their money and but Mm. they they like pretty much gave me the fucking job i like barely i barely applied to it and they pretty much gave it to me so i was like whatever i'll do it and um whatever i was like installing a show and this young artist uh who's like who was who's like a decade younger than me was like um oh i heard you're you're so you're teaching at this school now or whatever i was like yeah i just took like a part-time adjunct job or adjunct job whatever and they were like i'm so proud of you and i just remember being like fuck you like what the Mm -hmm. fuck Mm -hmm. what do you mean you're proud of me like i guess like my take on that Beth, is and i don't mean to interrupt you i'm so sorry that i'm being rude no, um, I'm talking but about. But I am the guest. So. Yeah, you're the guest. Sorry, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> That's but the thing I'm... we would say as kids. But anyway, um, you know what though? I think it depends on who it's coming from. Like if, like you said to me, like, "Well, Denise, that's really cool. I'm really proud of the, your accomplishments." As opposed to a complete stranger saying it to me, I'd be like, "You don't even know anything about me. Get out of here, little girl." Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's for me. That that would be how I took it. Like you don't know anything about me. Get out of here. Yeah. Have you I, even gotten a period? Yeah. Yeah. I right. I should have said I should have said that to them, but they're non-binary. So if I brought up their period, that would have been really upsetting to them. <laughs> mm, I'm very insensitive. You should have been like, I'm proud of you for being non-binary. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad that you found. He, she, you, yourself, they, you. them. <laughs> Good for you. Probably they, you. But um, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's just littling. I, I get it. Yes, out of person. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, out of person. Anyway. Uh. No. So. Anyway, back to my friend who ignored my childhood friend who ignored my 
um, my message back asking them about their family. So I was kind of yeah, like, right after now. that, when like they didn't answer back, I was kind of like, oh my God, did her parents die or something? Like, I was oh like, God. like, what no. if it's, I upset them by asking them about their family and something fucked up is going on. So I kind of felt bad. But then, so Thanksgiving rolls around and she posts a pic of her brother's. And her one brother's on Instagram. So I go and this this is uh, her brother who I knew when he was like three years old. And he was like, yeah, a baby. And um, like, so I haven't seen him since he was three. But whatever. I was like stalking his Instagram. And through his Instagram, because he, he's quite the uh, Instagrammer. So I guess he's like, he's he's definitely like the Zoomer into um, uh posting a brand or image on Instagram. Like he has a very uh, nice looking life. And so, yeah. Well, actually he's getting married and his wife is hot. His fiance. She is, she is, she's a, a good looking lady and he looks great and he's always dressed very stylish. He's kind of like an influencer, but not an influencer, but like he posts like he's an influencer like I'm just, it's okay. just very uh, gram aesthetic. It's it's very aestheticized Instagram is my point. Anyway, whatever, mm-hmm. good for him. And then I see he posts about his family. So through his Instagram, I was able to see that the parents are alive, and everyone's fine. So that's great. But then I'm like on his Instagram, and then I see this picture from his childhood on the on the Instagram, and it's him and his. And uh, his sister and his brother, his other brother, and me in a pool. And he's three years old and he's dunking me in the pool. And then his comment is, like, fuck this little bitch. <laughs> like, like, I was like, what the fuck? I'm getting dunked on Instagram by the little wow. brother now. So anyway, I friended him and then I sent Nicole the picture. And I was like, I just saw this picture that your brother is dunking me in the pool. It, and like, you know, I just think it's funny. Anyway, I'm glad to see that everybody's um, alive and well or whatever. And still no response. She does not respond to that either. Wow. Yeah. So this is like the humiliation of uh, going down childhood memories right here for me. Okay. I mean, and how about we talk about high school memories because we were all in high school together. Did you do that? Is that a sad story? Oh my god! Um, I'm so sad. No, I mean, no, it's fine. It's just, it was just like this funny, um, you know, it's just a childhood friend thing that happened to happen right when right. we were we were talking about childhood friends, and I just thought it was funny um, that I've been yeah. getting I'm. The my humiliation is is funny to me. Um, I t- I have a so sense is of mine. Don't worry. Oh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I've always been. Like um, that. I feel I feel before someone else makes fun of me. I still feel like I don't know. Instagram's like not the most reliable form of communication, and I'm sure that I've accidentally ghosted people on Instagram before. So I would not know, but personally. I get why you would ghost somebody on Instagram because you're barely on there. You're not on. No, there. I don't go on there. Yeah, you're not on I didn't there. Even know you had an Instagram. 
I don't go. I mean, I've yeah. had like two different ones that no. I use briefly, pretty briefly. This girl is again. always on Instagram. They and they like my post too, by the way. So maybe oh, that's right. You did tell me that. Yeah. yeah I, like, yeah. I don't. I think that it's just. They're, like who's always on Instagram? What's that? I didn't hear what you said, Beth. Who's always on Instagram that likes your my, posts? Myself and my childhood friend. And oh, and okay. they, they like my posts all the time, too. So I'm kind of like, why don't you respond to messages? It's like, you know, um, I just think maybe. Because she's an asshole. And you don't need friends like that. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, I just remember her being well. very nice when she was little. So. Um, and and now that she she draws childhood cartoons for a living i mean you have to be a nice person to like like draw like cutesy child you know cartoons for like toddlers and shit that's what she's drawing like so you You have to be be a nice person haven't you ever heard anything about walt disney he was like right or something I still think Nicole is nice. I think there's something, uh, I think there's like, she's, uh, I may be being a little too personal in the messages. That's, that's all. That's all. I think I'm just, I just overstepped a little bit. Maybe. Um, but I mean, if, if it's a childhood friend and you're like, oh my God, hey, yeah. how's your brother? Because See, like I've had childhood friends or like high school friends or like people from like the neighborhood. Yeah. Like grew up in they'd be like oh Denise I haven't seen you in how long, how, so long like how's your mom I'm like mm, she died yeah like, <laughs> yeah it sucks dead <laughs> yeah. like yeah um, well she died 16 years ago but I guess she's doing great I don't know <laughs> yeah I haven't talked to her haven't talked to her but I mean, she must be going I mean I talked to her but I haven't heard back yeah oh yeah, my god <laughs> Um, I don't know these messages, but she never gets back. No. Like, yeah, I oh, I'm tired, and I got cancer, and then I died. And look at me; I don't have time for my children now. Um, do you guys have any childhood <laughs> friends who are like really wealthy now, or high school friends? Childhood or high school? Oh, you're asking if we do. Yeah. Uh, not like not like uber well like they're doing fine for themselves they have a family and what have you Mm -hmm. see it's funny that i also have i figured a family would make you poor not rich yeah no i have four high school friends that i still talk to on a regular basis Uh uh-huh like i guess i just am like a collector of friends and i don't like change i don't Mm -hmm. know i could be on the spectrum uh I think my my childhood friend is on the spectrum who doesn't answer their Instagram messages. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that we all are. Oh uh, well, no! It's I wrote a paper in college before like autism really got big as a diagnosis, and like, and I, I wrote the paper from the angle of I was a psych major in college. Mm-hmm. It really helped me. Um, yeah i know i hear like most like uh women who are mentally ill be go into psychology that's what i've heard shut up Beth. (laughs) okay um so there's that angle but the angle i was coming from oh okay (laughs) um the the like diagnosed like diagnosed people with autism i look at it as 
they look at the world, they're the normal ones. And everyone that is trying to conform to society and society norms, they're the ones that are abnormal or because people with autism is, is a very literal thinking. So it's very black and white. Mm -hmm. So it's yes and no. Mm -hmm. Like there's no like weird gray area that like a majority of society, including myself, try to conform to like, oh, I'm not the right size or, oh, I have to be a size three to be beautiful or I have to be this or, or I have to be that. So my, my professor was like, I never thought it, I've never had someone pose it in this way because and then they asked me, like, the professor asked me, like, do you have someone in your family that's autistic? And I said, I do. And my brother is, he doesn't technically have the diagnosis because, I mean, he's in his 50s. So it's not like they uh, had that diagnosis when he was growing up in the 80s mm-hmm. in, in school. But he's a very well-adjusted, very, like, he would be what, like, the classic Asperger's. Um, and, uh, you could tell, like, if you meet him, you could tell something, but like, he's very literal. Like, no, you said you would do this. Like, no, we're supposed to do this. And he's Mm -hmm. very smart when it comes to like math. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I ended up getting a B. I'm definitely not autistic though. (laughs) Oh, what on your paper? (laughs) Yeah, on my paper, I got a B. I'm like, uh, what's this? Um, um, I was like, yeah. what the hell is this? Apparently, I'm horrible at writing papers. So. Oh, yeah. The, the concept of it was really good. Like, a B is not horrible. Well, I deserve that. <laughs> um, well, back to, like, I have some high school friends that are rich now. And mm-hmm. I don't want to hang out with them anymore or see them. Because then I'm like, because you know what? Like, I'm, like, struggling. And I don't really, uh, I, I hate like being confronted with someone who's got a shit ton of money. Like I clean houses for a living and I don't want to hang out with someone who has a house cleaner. Right. Yeah. I'm just wondering if that's awkward. Like being able to do the same activities. Like, no, I can't go out to dinner with you literally ever at this point. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Not happening. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can't, like, it's like, you, it's just, I just feel like once you surpass a different class, it's hard to, it's hard to still be friends. Oh, no, I completely, I mean, I agree, I do, um, I do have friends that are like that, and I'm like, oh, hey, guys, like, they're like, oh, we're going out, let's go, and I'm like, "Mm, I have to work, or, like, I work seven days a week, I'm a struggling single parent, like, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) Like, no, I can't go. I can't go out to dinner. Like, have fun. Mm-hmm. Try to afford groceries. Yeah, like, mm, I can make you dinner if you want to come over. <laughs> You're a good cook, though. Eh, I'm okay. Oh, I've okay. survived this long on my cooking. <laughs> but no, I get what you're saying, Beth. I totally do. And um, I personally look at friends that have come into a lot of money like that if they in essence throw it in your face or like anything along I don't think they're no I don't think they're throwing it in your face or anything like that it's just like um 
I don't know. Like, I would be, like, I would feel, I would be in their house, and I would just be, like, uncomfortable. Like, I would be, like. Oh, no, I totally have been in that situation before, and I'm, like, like. You know, or, or, like. like, Same age, and, uh. But, like, Mm. or people that, I would say, like, the same thing as, like, the people who have become wealthy, or people who have just become, like, real, like, basic bitches, too. Like, just, like, vapid type of lifestyles. Or married rich. Yeah. Mm. I have a couple of friends like that, too. Oh, I wish I could. I wish I did that. What, married rich? Yeah. That's, like, what an artist, like, really needs to do is marry rich. That's the secret. That's the secret, I couldn't. I trust. I've been married. I've been divorced. I can't. I think the next time I get married, I'm marrying for money. I have a childhood friend synchronicity story. Did you? uh, You have what? A childhood friend synchronicity story. Um, Okay. But so, if you've listened to our Carl Jung episode, like synchronicities or like you know happenings in in life like a, a serendipitous right. thing that happens that like mm-hmm. shows you you're on the the right life path in a way it's supposed to mean right. like you're connected connected to the universe or whatever so um i first this is the first time i rode my bike to valley forge from philadelphia and Ooh. i was riding with gus my husband we were boyfriend girlfriend at the time And we weren't planning to go to Valley Forge. We were just going for a bike ride. But we were having so much fun. And I hadn't hadn't ridden to Valley Forge before. So he's like, let's just go all the way to Valley Forge. And I was like, yeah, okay, let's do it. How far of a bike ride is that, if you don't mind me asking? Um, To Valley Forge from Philadelphia, it's 25 miles. So it's like a round trip. It's like 45, 50 miles. So it, it takes like... It takes like two, two and a half hours to ride your bike there. Mm-hmm. It's completely flat. It's, it's really, it's a real chill ride. It's like, okay. yeah, uh, it's not hard and, but whatever it's, and it's, we, we do it now. We do it every summer, at least three or four times. And like, if we go bike camping, you know, we usually take the Schuylkill River Trail out that way. That's like, so we, you know, it's cool. But this was like the first time that I did it. This was probably like seriously, like nine or 10 years ago. Um, And whatever. We get to Valley Forge, riding our bikes, beautiful spring day. And uh, our friend, Maureen, who you know, also Denise, you probably know her too. Eileen Flights, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Eileen's at the park. And she literally just had a baby and, uh, she, her and Ryan are walking in the park and with her brand new baby. And, um, I was like, Oh my God, Eileen. And it was, it was funny because I, and I was like, hi. And she's like, hi. And she's like, what? She looked like shocked to see me. She was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, we just rode our bikes in from the city. And she's like, oh, my God, like you rode your bikes in or whatever. And and Ryan was kind of like, we've done that before. Like, you know, he was like, it's not that big of a deal. But then I was like, and and it was her first baby. And I was like, um, she's like, this is our first time we've left the house since like she gave birth, you know. And Aww. so it was the baby's first outing. And so I was like, That's and so I, crazy. I know, and I got to meet her baby and then her dog was there and I went to go pet her dog and her dog bit me. 
Not hard. Not hard. Her dog like just lightly bit me. And I was like, oh, like, um, that's messed up. This is why I like cats. Yeah, that's messed up. But the funny thing is, when we were in high school, Eileen, like, my cat Simpson bit Eileen once. And I told Eileen it was just a little love bite. It means he likes you, you know? And immediately... Find the blood. Yeah. Immediately, her dog bit me, and she says to me, oh, it's just a little love bite. Like, exactly. Like, dude, this is like a 30-year-old <laughs> joke. Like, she went right back to it in, like, a heartbeat. Oh. She was like, oh, it's just a little love bite. And then, like, we're laughing because it's like, oh, my God, it's so funny. But, yeah, so that was, like, a really nice um, friend meetup. And uh, it was like I totally, totally I, I crazy. Totally believe in karma and and things happening for a reason. I really, really, truly do. Mm-hmm. And like, there is a reason why that you were supposed to ride your bike on this beautiful spring day. Yeah. And and just be like, yeah, let's go all the way to Valley Forge. And then we bumped into Eileen, and uh, it didn't happen with her next two kids. I didn't uh, no. happen to bump into her, her next two kids, but um, you know. Well, you saw the first one. They're the most important. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other two are just carbon copies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other two, I would argue, though, her second two are really cute. Her second two kids. I And actually, the third, the youngest kid, is probably the cutest out of the three of them. So. Well, I'm biased because I have the cutest third grader. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really do. It's kind of goofy. Um. <laughs> so with uh you guys so like what other childhood friends do you guys have besides each other well i always make a big deal of like we shouldn't say people's names but i guess we like are i know (laughs) i messed it up childhood friend one of the episodes you were talking about kids in the hall it was the kids in the hall episode yeah and maureen wouldn't say our friend's name yeah no because i didn't have her permission do you want me to call her right now and get her permission? We can add her on. <laughs> and I think I was in that show. I was like, why? Is it that big of a deal? Like, it's just their no, first and, name. And I think you may know her, Beth. It's our friend Carrie. Yeah, I know cool. Carrie. We watch kids together. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that, Marie? Yeah. <laughs> and it was funny because I sent oh her the episode. I sent her the episode. And I said, oh, my God. I was like, Maureen, for some reason, would not mention your name. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't say people's names without, like, talking about it. Well, I mean, it's not. I would rather have her be upset because I didn't say her name than but, that if I did. But I understand what you're saying. I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. But, like, I think also, like, I see Beth's point, too. Like, it's not like we're slandering them saying they're, like, these horrible people were just mentioning childhood. Like it would kind of be like if we were sitting at like a bar and we met up and like, Oh my God, you know who I just bumped into? I bumped into yeah. Carrie. Do you remember? Like, that's how I look at this right now. They it's might not like, not. We're like in, a, in a political discussion and she's running for office or something. They might not want yeah, to be gotcha. associated with a podcast called two hoes from Delco though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I we feel have, like it's not going to hurt to not say it, but we have a lot of um, inappropriate, are, so whatever. I'm not going to be like an asshole about it. I'm just inappropriate. Saying, episodes. Are, we talked about on previous episodes. So if we want to say right. names, we can say Look, I just want y'all to know this is a fucked up podcast. Okay. Oh, okay. This is a fucked up podcast. So yeah, because it's hoes. We fucking curse. And we talk about fucking racism on this podcast. 
Yeah. And we talk about anti-Trump sentiment for a long time. We talk about fucking Donald Trump on this podcast. So I'm just saying. Okay, well, I'm glad we got through that. (laughs) I think I just freaked Denise out. I'm sorry, Denise. I was saying, I was like, yeah, Maureen wouldn't mention your name. She's like, I'm so upset. I'm like, "Mm, you know what's even better? I'm going to be on the podcast eventually. (laughs) It was when Carrie could be on the podcast. I do. Carrie's better than me. She's a lot funnier. (laughs) This isn't a funny podcast. That's true. We call it, it's called comedy podcast, but it's like, we're not funny. I stopped using the comedy tag a long time ago. I use tags like religion, you know, science. I use those kind of tags. I I wasn't trying to, like, come down your podcast. I was just saying, like, as a person, she was funnier. Oh, okay. Carrie's, like, a really funny person. Yeah. Didn't you draw comics with Carrie, too, Maureen? I drew comics with Carrie before I drew comics with you, though. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like, in grade school, Carrie, like, kind of got me started with that. I think she might have been the person that got me started. Yeah, like, making Eileen, Eileen's the person I drew comics with in grade school. Bef- yeah. Before I drew I comics with you. I think we both you. did it separately, and then, but I think she's the first person that I really, like, shared it with. I Do you like, still yeah. have any Carrie comics? That'd be crazy. Uh, do, you, do you have any comics they held on to from you and Carrie? I, you know what? I actually think she has them. I may have oh my God. them at this point because it was like actually a standoff for a long time who was going to keep these comments. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't remember if we ended up splitting them or like if she still has them. I know I have a lot of stuff from that time in at my parents' house. Oh my God. Um, I would love to see them. Yeah. It, there's that totally like old shit like that around what would you guys draw comics about back and forth like what were your comics um i feel like so carrie had like those joke books and stuff like carrie was into like the truly tasteless the truly tasteless joke books so she would like draw a lot of like jokes or like draw jokes that she made up like um shit like that i feel like that was like a big part of it and then i had the fraud co comic i would make like spoof commercial comics Oh, nice. And it was a company called Frog Oh, nice. I remember them. Classic. Yeah. That's good, Maureen. That's some good shit for a kid. Hey. Be drawn. Yeah, that went on for like three or four years. Yeah. I'm surprised I never told you about that. You were probably influenced by Looney Tunes. You were into the Acme on Looney Tunes. Yeah. That, that shit. and um, very much uh, like Run and Stimpy. Which yeah. Oh, I yeah. Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy yeah. did the whole commercial thing too. Yeah, that was a sh- that was one of their. That was my favorite. Exactly. Um, yeah. I uh, not that you asked, but my comics in grade school were with Eileen. Um, Eileen and I had a comic called Dan and Judy, which was about this white trash couple <laughs> who had a ton of kids and they had a drinking problem. <laughs> Hilarious. And then um, my problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then my comic was uh I had uh it was like a, a ripoff of Garfield, but it was called Fluffy and Opus. And Fluffy was Fluffy was like a alley cat who got who forcefully got adopted. He didn't want to get adopted. He wanted to be an alley <laughs> That's cat. Funny. Um so it's like basically about him being like tortured and trapped by his adopted human family and the dog. <laughs> 
I mean, that's like, like a pretty adult, like, that's premise really, for a cartoon. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, I was 10 years old when I was drawing these. I, um, I didn't do anything like that. I am not artistically crying at all. Well, how would yeah. you joke with Maureen and Carrie then? Like, what would you do? You would just, like, listen to their jokes? You wouldn't participate? We would just read some of the truly tasteful. Like, I remember so many of them. Me too. We would, yeah, we would. We would sit there, like, before and after school with, like, these, yeah, dirty joke books that Carrie had they, and fucking sit there and read them. And that's how I learned what, like, 69 was. Like, that's how I learned what everything was. Like, I remember, like, hearing just about this, I'm being like, what is 60, like, I remember 69 specifically, because it didn't make any sense, so I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> now it's done. The one thing I loved about Carrie was, you met her parents, they were very strict with her. <laughs> yeah, they were, like, a little older. I guess probably they may be the same as yours, though. Yeah, they were probably, like, my parents, I think, gave up on me, they were like, sorry, you're not bleeding, so you're good. But I had older siblings that kind of like stood in as my parents. Not that they gave up on me, but my mom was a stay-at-home mom until they had me, and then she had to go to work. So that's why I kind of fell to yeah, like that man and I, yeah, helping. Um, but uh, Harry was like the raunchiest person you would meet, and you would never think. <laughs> I love that. You know, I love hearing this and knowing that I watched kids with her. Because that would be, that's perfect. Mm -hmm. Of course I watch kids with Carrie. She's a special ed teacher. Oh, nice. And um, she's actually Matt's vision specialist in his school district. Oh. Yeah. Um, Hey, guys, I have to pee real quick. So you guys keep talking, but I'll be back right back. Okay. Please talk amongst yourselves. Uh, Thank you. Coffee talk. Um. But no, like, like she, she was very raunchy. And trust me, it hasn't cleaned up at all. If anything, it's gotten worse. <laughs> That's why she's great. Yeah, she is probably one of my favorite peoples in these world. In this world, she's very personal. So she's like doing vision stuff too. With well, she like <clears throat> she was she went to school and got her undergrad in special education, concentrating in hearing impaired and then she started working at overbrook school for the blind and they sent her back for her masters and then she got her masters in special education and then she got her certification to work with visually impaired kids because she's always worked with like the lowest functioning kids Mm -hmm. and so then she was at overbrook for over 10 years and then she got the job that she has now in the school district that Matt's in and uh she uh is now she's the one vision so she does all the testing for vision she helps she has kids that she has to go visit and make sure like they're getting the proper services they need and, god this um, sounds so boring she, this is what I missed sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> Beth Oh, damn. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that you were saying? Okay. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> oh, my God. Why are you two? I'm in my bedroom and my cats are, like, up my butt. <laughs> oh, was that your kitty? Hey. Hey, you're loud. 
Yeah, they're both bangle mixes, so they're both obnoxiously loud. Oh, yeah, they're like... Baby cat's huge. Marine met them. <laughs> met them. I've met them a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> One day she came to my house before Matt and myself moved, and, like, baby cat, would, like, I was finishing up work or something because I was working remote, and baby cat, like, Marine, like, completely brushed out baby cat. I'm like, oh, well, thanks. I she loved it. Oh my god, she did. And then like after Marine left, she like sat at the back door and like waited. I'm like she's not coming back. <laughs> she went for a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> We've done our nails before. Yeah. Done our nails. Yeah. Do you have any pets still, Beth? Yeah, I, I have had Zion forever. Yeah, and he passed away. Um, but uh yeah, I have two new cats, um, Beelzebub and Pecker. Okay. Yeah, I've a there. there Bub's a black cat, and Pecker is a ginger, and he's like uh, fluffy. He's oh. a long-haired orange cat. Oh. He's yeah. so shy, and he's like the one that you want to like touch and cuddle. He's getting better, and and actually during the winter, he's like very cuddly. Aww. Yeah, that's how my two are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So winter time, they like start to cuddle up. Oh my god, I love oh my it. God. Oh my god! They are like really up in your face. So cute. <laughs> yep. We love a cat oh, meow on that too. Hers from Delco. Over to Marine, I never your heard cats your cat chatter like mine. Dear God, dear God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I, w- I we've never heard your cats on the pod though, Marine. And, uh, they're they're not super vocal actually. None of them. Like Bub, we we hear we hear Bub every once in a while on the pod. Yeah, definitely. Okay. That's my other super vocal animal. My my son. He's mm-hmm. <laughs> playing video games. Thanks. Your son who loves um, what was that show? Uh, Squid Game. Yeah, yeah. Marine and my like we're sitting there like having a conversation about that show, Squid Squid Game. <laughs> so, um, Marine. Uh, what remember yeah. didn't you have like a mentally challenged girl that lived next door to you when you were little yeah that was carrie's sister oh is she yeah, the one? Has, yeah. okay because we oh that's when uh that's where nest egg came from is that where nest egg came from no nest egg came from fucking john or something in high school we were you called him a mistake, and he was like, "Did you just call me nest egg?" <laughs> no, that's not where it came from. I remember exactly where oh, it came from. Hey, nest egg. Yeah, no, that was not from my childhood. That was like a, a story that I heard from like either you or Eileen. It was like I remember talking about it. Like we okay, this is crazy because I have a very distinct memory that we were like in the your car with your mom, and we were like getting out of the van and Kim Crooks with oh Kim no last names not even though she has a different last name anyway and yeah. um there was this little girl and she was like calling us nest eggs but she wasn't saying nest eggs I don't know what she was saying and we were like is she saying nest egg like that is so weird what a uh. weird thing to call people a nest egg 
And then oh, we started in, in my neighborhood. You mean? Yeah, it was okay, in your okay. neighborhood. Oh, well, and that wouldn't have been Carrie's sister, but okay. No, it wouldn't I, have I, been. I, I I see what you're talking about. It it wasn't Carrie's sister. I don't think so. Yeah, Megan never really, no, Megan never really. I mean, not that she was not allowed to. She just never really came out much okay well it had to yeah, be she would have like been an adult almost by the if we were in high school yeah, yeah no because, we were in high school and because, it, but it, uh, she's the same age as me it Megan was totally in your neighborhood age. though maureen i could have swore it was your neighborhood so I mean, it might have been but then i don't know you know what i mean it was just some random kid that was around oh okay all right yeah i don't i don't remember i don't know but it wasn't doesn't sound like it was someone our age no, she was younger. She was like nine or eight or nine years old or something like that. Anyway, and then we all started calling each other nest egg. And then what happened was I called my brother George a nest egg as a joke. Uh-huh. And he he's the one who flipped out. And he went, you, would you call me mistake? <laughs> like he's the one who flipped out. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Jesus okay. Christ, dude. Yeah. No, I didn't call you that. Get a grip. <laughs> maybe i did now i called you a nest egg <laughs> not a mistake yeah right i just called you a nest egg dude chill the fuck out do you even know what a nest egg is um so money you financial? So like a, from your husband yeah i know what a nest egg is i'm just saying i was just saying oh yeah i misunderstood you i'm like like a financial package or like a financial planning uh yeah strategy i think, I think. <laughs> yeah a little nest egg um okay so all right well then besides uh carrie uh bleep i'll bleep out her name okay besides bleep who else um what other childhood friends did you have what other childhood friends did you have do you like do you guys have any other friends i think well see i think that our neighborhood we grew up in it was like a very densely populated area with kids yeah yeah like on our street alone we had like nine kids that we would hang out with on a regular basis okay yeah and what would you guys do (laughs) would you play tag would you like play Mm -hmm. yes manhunt we used to play baby or kitty in the corner yeah oh my god how does kitty in the corner work so did we like make that up i think so I'm not sure, but <laughs> the premise of it is, so I lived on a four-point stop on on our street, so mm-hmm. I was a corner house, Green was one house in from the corner, but we had a four-point stop, and we had a manhole cover, a manhole that we would, we would all start on, and you would race to a corner, so one of the four corners, and once you got on there, the people that didn't get a corner would go back to the manhole. And the people in the corners had to switch corners, and you would try to beat them to the corner. Yeah, like you could steal. Oh, okay. So if you imagine like a baseball diamond with like the pitcher's mound in the middle, like mm-hmm. the game would be you would start out the pitcher's mound, everyone would race to the four bases, um, kind of like a musical chair situation. Yeah. And obviously, like higher stakes, the more kids you have. And uh, you would say, like... And then, yeah, the rule was, like, you had to be switching corners. Like, you had to be, like, constantly switching corners so that, yeah, someone could steal your corner. And And then you would say, like... And that was actually really fucking fun. Yeah, that sounds fun. Would you say, like, kitty in the corner when you, like, got a corner or something? Yeah, you would get to a corner. Kitty in the corner. 
Why did we call it that? I don't know. But Beth, we would play this for like hours. Like yeah. there was really like no winner, there was no loser. Like yeah, that's fun. Yeah, because yeah, what's if you didn't make it? At least five kids. If you didn't make it to the corner, yeah. the worst is you go to the manhole and you just catch the next. And corner. you wait. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fun. And then we played baby in, <laughs> baby in the Air, which was really cool. How's Baby That's in the Air work? That's a time yeah. game. I know that one. That was a ball? Yeah. Like, you would yeah. have one person that would be, like, the number person, and then you would have the person that would have the ball. And then you would, the person that would, they would give each other numbers. So it was almost kind of like Red Rover, but with a ball, like a beach ball or, like, a soft, not like a basketball but, like, so the person that would be, like, the number person would give random numbers out to people. And then we would run, like, we lived on, there was a hill outside of my house. So we would run up the street, and you would say, baby in the air calls number 18. And, like, everyone would freeze. And then the person that had the ball would be able to take three giant steps or whatever big steps you could take and then try to hit the person that number was called. Mm-hmm. That sounds complicated. That's not like, wait, everyone has, wait, there's one ball and then everyone has a number and you know, everyone's number. So no, 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 no. There was, there was two people that would be it. So you would have the person that had the ball Mm -hmm. and then you had the person that would give out the number. So like, it wouldn't be like one, two, three, four, like it would be like number like 18 to you, Beth. And then Mm -hmm. like Maureen would have the ball and I would be giving out the numbers. So we would stand at the bottom of the hill, and I would say, all right, ready, set, go, baby in the air, call number, and then Beth, or Maureen would say 18, and that's when everyone would freeze. Maureen would be able to take three steps closer to everyone up the hill and try to hit you with the ball. Okay. All right. And then if she hit you, then you become the ball person, and, and then Maureen becomes the number person and would give out the number. Can you duck... Or do you have to stand still? Yeah, you can. You you can. You can't move from that spot. You can duck. Mm-hmm. You can duck. You can dodge. Okay. Right, but you can't move your feet, right? But yeah, but you couldn't move your feet. Wow, you guys played yeah. like real like real games. Like I, we just played tag, and we would just play different versions of tag. Like um, sometimes we would be animals, and like a person mm-hmm. who was it would be the hunter. Um. And yeah, we just played tag and kickball and baseball and like that kind of stuff. And then we also played buck buck. How did that go? I remember this name is too. I don't remember how it goes. So there was a telephone pole on the street that I wrote. That would be our buck buck telephone pole. And you would, someone would put their face, cover their eyes and face the telephone pole. And someone again would be a number person behind them. And you would, tap on their back and you say buck buck how many fingers do i have up and then they would have to guess how many fingers are up on your hand and as you're going buck buck how many fingers do i have up everyone else would run and hide and then like there was like certain parameters you like we couldn't go in anyone's backyard like you had to be somewhere on the street and the, the the street that we lived on when you could like hide behind cars or like hide mm-hmm. you couldn't go in anyone's houses you couldn't go in backyards and then you would, uh, the person that was, had the, that was basically it would try to tag you before you reach the telephone pole. Okay. Yeah, that was fun. 
Like I remember that like if we did, we had so many very elaborate themes. What is the like, what does the numbers have to do with it though? It would just be like a guessing like you would guess how many numbers like how many fingers I had up on your back. Like so like I would have like like three on my left hand and like two up on my and like you would have to be like I feel five and that that's when you would run. If they guessed right, then the person that was doing the numbers on their back was it, and then they would switch roles. So the person yeah. who guessed the correct number would have to. They would do the buck buck. How many numbers or how many fingers do I have up? Yeah, it would like basically choose who is it, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, oh and that's God. the thing. It's like I feel like a lot of our these games were like made up by us. So like yeah. there was some stuff that was just in there because it was like people fucking with each other or like mm-hmm. shit like that you know but then you know what i fucking you know what now like shit is coming back to me and honestly didn't so number one um i can remember another game that involved kids literally choking each other out up against cars to make you pass out to get like a head rush do you remember that what the yeah. fuck <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, yes, yes, yes. That's like, some perverted shit, that happened, And it wasn't, yeah. like, just us. Like, I feel like other kids at school would do this shit. You know yeah. what? Can I like, tell you? There's, like, a really. TikTok thing going on now about, um, that's a TikTok challenge to choke yourself out with kids. And, like, kids are dying from it. <laughs> well, it's what, are they choking themselves with objects? Hold on. Let me look it up because it was just, like, I just saw it. I heard it on like um, a news podcast or something, and I didn't really read anything more more about it. Hold on, let me see. But Ch- yeah, like thinking back, Marine, like mm-hmm. what we were doing was press putting pressure on our carotid arteries to make it pay us <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, I feel like I didn't let it be done to me because at that age, like, I mean, sure, when I was older, I drank and did you know mm-hmm. plenty of things. But, like, when I was a younger kid, I was, like, terrified of everything. And, like, no. Like, yeah. no one definitely – I never right. did that. But, it's, like, I remember other kids doing it. It's mm-hmm. called the – Of course, you know, they were probably oh. – think of health insurance? Oh, were pretending to pass out. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, it was weird. It's called the blackout challenge <laughs> on TikTok. And actually, like, a kid died. Well, but I don't know how they died. because got to be one that dies. The, the blackout the numbers. it sounds like the blackout challenge is just like you hold your breath until you pass out but someone died i don't know well it's i feel like maybe they maybe they've used an object to try yeah. themselves and yeah that's your, probably what your it was body, working in the medical field your body's naturally like dumb so like like the mm. reasons that people do pass out unless you have some kind of obstruction in like, so if you hold your breath and a lot of times kids like toddlers, they'll do this, your body, you, you won't, die, your body will pass out and then you'll start breathing again. Yeah. Like, that's right, why, like it's, kids, it's like an automatic thing. Like, yeah. Like that's when kids like are having temper tantrums and they hold their breath. If you blow in their face, it's a natural yeah. reaction. It's, it's like, um, I can't remember what reaction is, half, but it's just nine. It's like an, a natural reaction that you would take a breath. Like a reflex that happens? Yeah, it's like a reflex that'll happen. Huh. Well, I mean, yeah, that's it. Yeah, totally. Your body doesn't want to die. That's, like, not to be super morbid, but, like, 
that's why it's hard for people to kill themselves. Like, so they uh, use objects or right. substance or something that's going to compress, it's going to decompress or it's going to compromise their respiratory system. Right, gotcha. So that they can't, so their body can't automatically start breathing again. You mean, correct. I'll say this. Gotcha. So I'm wondering though, so wait, do you remember like blacking out when you were little playing this game? I don't no, like I said, I didn't did. do I it. Other oh. kids, like other kids we know of did it. Because like we, like I said, yeah. we had a very diverse neighborhood. Like it wasn't yeah, we all did. like middle class. It was like, there was some like lower class, middle class. When you say diverse, kids, do you mean black people? No, we didn't no. have any black people. Oh, okay. Really you mean diverse, um, like... No, like, we're talking about kids that class? Like, had more, like, problems of acting out and shit. Like, because yeah. they're from, maybe... Like, they had know, more dysfunctional families or, like... Like, more like, obviously Because they were poor. Than, uh, you know, like, other people. Right. But, poor like, people. there was, like, single parents. There was, like, a, a girl that grew up on our street had a single parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was two single parents, actually, on our street. Um, yeah, we were and like then, friends. With and then there was Carrie. Nothing against like Carrie had her diamatics in her family, and then there was this other girl that lived ne- like we. I lived in a twin. Carrie lived a twin, and then the two beep. other the, <clears throat> two other girls that we were talking about that came from the single parents. They had a twin. Maureen was bougie. She lived in. A single yeah, we were in a single house <laughs> and and to still together parents that is pretty fucking bougie indeed yeah but uh um, oh, well I, I mean my house was way bigger than marines and my parents were together yeah you so. were well that's why we weren't actually childhood friends because you were like in a different tier oh, you were okay. in Lansdowne. that makes sense it would yeah. be a township not a tier i meant a tier of like houses and neighborhoods oh. like it was like just there weren't like really row homes there. Like it was like all single right. homes, Victorian homes, like eight and a half, nine. Is this a, a Christmas town. present? <laughs> Why do you keep asking me that? I'm like Upper Darby that has a bar in every corner. <laughs> you know, um, literally, our crumbs from Upper Darby. What? Um, so there's another game, too, that we played when we were much younger, and I know that you and I participated in this, Denise. Do you remember Knuckles? Yes. When you would beat each other over the Knuckles? Yeah, with play, like a playing cards. You would choose a card that gave you a number, and that's how many times another kid had to, like, hit you as hard as they fucking could with the deck of cards on your Knuckles. Yeah, and, like, I, you would, we would do it to we bled. Yeah, oh, my that God. Was, that's why I just said you would beat each other with over the Knuckles. <laughs> Yeah. Did you guys like play Barbies or anything? Like, did you play Barbies? Did play what? Barbies? Yeah, we played Barbies too. My Little Ponies. My, My Little ponies. ponies. Did you guys play dolls? Did you play house? Ew. I hated dolls and house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as evidenced by my adult life. I mean, I loved dolls when I was little. I played dolls. I also played stuffed animals with my dolls. And yeah, it was all about it. We had um, stuffed animals. We did Monopoly. I'll never forget the Monopoly oh. Marathon Monopoly game that we played on your front porch. Same. And like sunburned and would just, just sit out there all day. Yeah. Like we literally finished the whole game of Monopoly. I think it took us four hours. Yeah. And I remember like multiple days of this. Like, yeah, that we would just play it until the game was like actually over. Wow. Yeah. Like, Capitalist little pigs. 
Yes, because we were in the, we would go in the sprinkler, and then I remember that really bad sunburn on my back because we uh, played so long, and I was sitting with my back facing out. I remember that. Wow. I can truly say that I finished the full game of Monopoly multiple times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. And it was, like, at that time so fun. And I remember around that time, too, like, I remember watching, like, Wayne's World, too, oh my like, God. like around that time, remember? and like Bohemian Rhapsody was like really popular uh-huh. when you had the tape. Yes. Do you remember our favorite movie that I still have it memorized? Hundred and ten percent favorite movie of all time. I can't even tell you how many times I re- rented it from uh, LA movie or LA video down on State oh Road. God, LA video. LA video. Yep. So are you know, which one are you? So, okay, that's so I started. married a, an axe murderer. Oh yeah, yep. that was a good one. Yeah, I I want to watch that again. Beth, I had that movie. I can act it out for you. Like I can literally act the whole. I have mm. every single part of that movie memorized. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. It is so amazing. And then I also have Michael my, Myers my, was like, oh my god, he was like the com- like the comedian from our like, childhood. <laughs> You got, like, Wayne's World. He got divorced from his first wife. I'm like, I'm moving to California because I have to go find Mike Myers. Like, I was, like, oh, wow. in love with Myers. Yeah, was, no, like, I wasn't attracted to him. He guy from Canada. It's not like he was, like... Like Kevin Costner? Yeah, it's not like he was like Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kevin Costner. <laughs> what? You all know everyone, all you wanted Kevin Costner in the 90s. Come on. Robin Hood. Oh my god, that's so funny. Like, <laughs> ew, because now, ew, like. <laughs> no, actually, I would still hit it today. Like, I'm. No, wait, I'm after this podcast is over, I'm watching Yellowstone. Like, are you kidding I me? Yellowstone, I heard he's pretty hot in. He's, so yeah, he's aged so well. He looks great. There's another actor. I can't, there's another older actor that I'm like, mm. um. Like, Johnny Depp looks like total fucking shit. It's like crazy. Oh, yeah. How bad he looks. Played hard and put away wet. Yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> he looks like such yeah. shit. It's so sad. It's disappointing he seeing his like face. He smells. <laughs> <laughs> no, people keep on posting these pictures of Johnny Depp, like where it's like a picture of him, and he's like, "This is your your first drink." That aunt who gave you your first drink, and he does. He looks like somebody's drunk aunt, like. <laughs> Amazing. But, like, some of the measures that people have, like, been putting up, I'm like, he just looks like he smells. Like, I don't know if that's a thing. If you physically can look like you smell. Yeah. Oh, no, he does. That's accurate. So, wait, who has aged well? Who were you saying before trying, I got sidetracked by Johnny Depp's ugly-ass face? I can't. It'll come to me before the end of this. Uh-huh. Like, but they just aged. Like, I still was like, mm. Like, Kevin Costner is one of them. Um... Who, there's another you know who's person. aging horribly? <laughs> Madonna. Oof. You know what? Have you seen any of her TikToks? Yeah, but I don't think I, she definitely has had a shit ton of plastic surgery. But I mean, she's like sixty something. I think she still looks hot. I'm still. Uh, I think she still looks hot when she was getting older before the plastic surgery. Now she, yeah. like, I saw a post. It was like she looks like a brat doll, and she does. Yeah. I mean, she's like on TikTok doing fucking covers, like. But I also don't know. She's lost her shit. Yeah, but like she's still like sixty something. I wouldn't mind 
looking like a brat doll. No, I don't want to look like her when I'm like 60. Yeah, and she's she like trying to like up. not have any she wrinkles like at all. Like it's like that's not put together well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I she should have chilled the fuck out. Madonna and I have the same birthday, so I can't I can't like talk trash on her. But um I get it. She's had way too much plastic surgery. She needs to stop. And she was doing good. Like when she was like fifties in her fifties, like she was like totally fine. Yeah, I think like she's like overdoing the plastic surgery. Like it's just that's. I think a lot. Like I think that a lot. Um, a lot of people, a lot of women, because you think about it. Like they have to. Like especially of being any kind of entertainment or music or anything like that, like, you have to try, like, you have to try to stay as young-looking as you possibly can because this is your livelihood. Like, mm-hmm. like luckily, I don't have to be pretty to be a purchasing agent for mainline health. <laughs> yeah, but, like, she, like, also with these pop stars, like, can't you just, like, fucking retire? Like, I guess you, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you have, like, a lifestyle that you want to upkeep. I guess that's right. it, but it's like you do like, have enough money where you really yeah, don't I think have you'll to, be keep, able to keep that lifestyle. Yeah, you <laughs> don't really have to keep doing this to yourself. Like, so yeah. I think they're just addicted to attention. Like, what it comes down to. I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like they all look like are getting the same face now with those big stupid lips and mm-hmm. like that weird triangle shape and like the chiseled. The, yeah, they all have the, the same what's face it? Now. Bu- and like, stupid, like really angry, a huge eyebrows, like uh, yeah, like you always look surprised. Yeah, I don't. It's I called it's like called bucal fat removal. They take like the uh-huh. bucal fat removal. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing mm-hmm. it right. Oh, b-u-c-c-a-l. They get it removed from their face, so then it makes your yeah. your cheeks chiseled. Yeah. Uh, it's like fucked I, I up. I think also in the same factor, it looks very masculine. Yeah. Same. They're all starting to look like men with huge weird lips and like alien heads. Yeah, like they're starting to and look very masculine. Like with a chiseled jawline and like the chiseled cheeks. Like that's a very masculine look. Do you guys think any opinion. of our childhood friends have Which gotten fine, plastic but... surgery? Yeah. What? Do you guys think any of our childhood friends have gotten plastic surgery yet? I know. I think we're 40. Yeah, I'm sure. Some Botox? I'm sure. I'm sure. sure. Yeah, people get friends have gotten boobs, Botox. Um, My son at the school that he was at, Uh um, before he transferred to public school, he was in Catholic school. Mm -hmm. There was like all these moms that are like, oh, I just got my lips done. I'm like, (laughs) Wow. Like, yeah, you're no. in Delaware County. Yeah, I, like, I mean, the people started doing that shit that, not from our childhood, but people that I knew in real life started doing that shit at, like, 30. Yeah. I hear like, people in their 20s do money, it. They would do it, yeah. People in their 20s are doing it now. It's like... No. Lip fillers, yeah. It's so funny. Everyone's like, got those stupid lips. I don't know. Maybe I'll, try, maybe I'll try it. Like, in my forehead, maybe? Or, like... I think I, where would you get it? Like your forehead. I'm trying to think of my problem areas. Like, uh, I'm getting those lines in my forehead that you get Botox for. Like if yeah. I had the extra money, maybe also, I don't but know. The problem is, is like, if you do it once, you have to keep up on it. Oh, you do? Right. And you can get infections. You think yeah. There's all kinds like, of shit that can go wrong with all this shit. Like people. Like you're injecting botulism. If yes, you are. <laughs> 
Indeed, that is what it is. To paralyze the nerves. That's what they're yeah. getting. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's yeah. fucked up. And so, like, yeah, you're saying you have to keep getting it. You can't just, like, yeah, try it. Like, and your body absorbs it quicker and quicker every time. Like, my one <gasps> oh, friend it's like coke. gets it. Yeah, I, get, I mean, you build a tolerance to anything uh-huh. after a while. She got it, and she's like, two months later, the lot, like, she had to go get it again. Yeah. And it's like $500 Ew. a unit. Ew. Yeah, not worth it. I'd rather just fucking no. age. I'll Wait, get a retinol cream. You mean like one insulin unit? Yeah, one unit. That is like not. That is point zero one of an ml. That's nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah, you would totally need a but number I, of units I know to fill those areas. Like nine hundred dollars because it's it average cost is like one fifty to like three hundred depending on where you're where you're going where you're getting it put in your face or wherever mm-hmm. and like insurances don't cover it. Um, so like you, you figure six weeks, every six weeks you have to spend this money or your face is going to look horrible. Have either of you guys started tampering? Now it's fucked up. Have yeah. either of you guys yeah. used tret, the tretinin or whatever it's called? Tret? No, I don't know. Oh, you guys don't even know what I'm talking about. So no, I want to know now. Okay, Please. yeah, it's like I a it's like an acne treatment, and um, but women use it for um, wrinkles. Um, oh, is it like a cream? Yeah, is it it's like a retin A type thing. Like, is it a, a, no? A it's uh, it's tretinoin, also known as okay. oh, uh, all trans retinotic acid. It's a medication yeah, used for the treatment of acne and acute okay. uh, leukemia. And for acne, it is applied to the skin as a cream, gel, or ointment. For leukemia, it is taken by the mouth for up to three months. Anyway, not for leukemia. But women yeah. use it and because what it does is, is it, dri- it dries your skin out, right? And it peels mm-hmm. off the top layer of your skin. So it reduces uh, wrinkles. So women use it to, like, um, reduce wrinkles. Like, yeah. So, like, people use it for acne, but older women use it for wrinkle treatment um, so it's kind of like a peel yeah and it's like prescription only your your dermatologist has uh, to prescribe it to you oh gotcha um, easy to get it though. yeah i want to try it yeah I, um, I guess for me i i just i'm 44 okay okay so you're 44 go go yeah, I'm on 44 and i've just accepted like this is how i look like like i like, if it was, like, something, this is my perspective of it. Like, I'm not judging anyone else. I, If you want, like, it's just, I guess I'm comfortable with, like, this is me. I will find someone that will love me for who I am. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, putting a cream on, it's different than shooting, like, foreign substance into my body to get more, to get a younger look or something, I guess. Mm-hmm. I would be okay with it, but I guess I just don't want to do it. I don't know if it's because I'm lazy. <laughs> I feel like that's lazy. I feel like that's fine. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I don't want to go that drastic. I like I like the way uh, your face ages. I actually like the way the skin 
yeah. starts to hang as you get older. I don't know. I find older women attractive. Like I think women in their fifties, like, but there's like a graceful way to age. And I'm just saying mm-hmm. like, if I could do like retinol cream or like, right. you know, wear SPF every day or like, well, yeah, I, I like, like moisturize yourself. Yeah. Like, like I, I moisturize really it. Of my skin. Yeah. Like, you know, I just, um, you know, that's, that would be my thing. Just, yeah. If I had the money, I would be doing more than I'm doing now, but I don't think I would be like going under anesthesia to get surgical procedures because I, I monitor anesthesia and pets and it's fucking risky and people just die under anesthesia. Like it's, it's, Oh God, Maureen, I'm so nervous because Pecker has got to get his teeth cleaned and he's got to go under. Oh, it's generally fine. Generally. It's crazy coming from like a human aspect of it with anesthesia. Like people, there's people that have died under anesthesia because they're allergic to it and they didn't know they were allergic to it. Right. Yeah. I mean, anesthesia always carries risk. You weigh the risk against like the benefits of the procedure. And if it's like right. a non-necessary at all, like not even like a medical procedure for like like if you're putting your cat under anesthesia for doing the teeth like you're protecting like their heart and like their organs and you know that you're keeping them alive longer most likely it can extend life like there's a point to doing that like me getting like a brazilian butt lift is not going to extend my life well first off marie you don't really have a butt to get a lift well you forget the point oh my god marine i think you have a nice butt I think you have a fine hey. butt. Yeah, you. Okay. I've I've seen people with negative butt, and I wouldn't say Marine. Marine has an ass for sure. Uh, thank you. I just brought that up because I think that I I feel like that's like a really popular yeah. one, and I think it's also a really risky one. It's not I mean, as as bubbly as mine's. Mine's more bubbly than your ass, I think. Yeah, but you girls both have beautiful asses. <laughs> oh, I I know. I'm married. I'm married to an ass man. I know I have a nice ass. Nice. Have a nice rack. That's good. Wait, so uh, childhood friends, like we should, we should start to wrap this up. We've been talking. Okay. okay. We've been talking for like an hour and a half now, so I think that's a good pod uh, length. Yeah. Um, I like that's the. I think this conversation has been really great. It's been really nice having you on, Denise. Um, Yeah. I was tell I like I was thinking to myself I'm like I, uh, like I feel like I haven't talked to you well I haven't talked to you in like forever but, yeah like, I really appreciate like you guys letting me come on like I I've had a lot of fun like just reminiscing about childhood and like goofy games that we played and Oh, I love hearing. I love hearing about your guys' games because you guys like you have some legit games you guys played. Maybe like it's because you had older siblings; they taught you these games, Denise, or something. I don't know. I, th- I think that may- like because we had our one friend whose sister was like a little older than us, and I think they may have played those games. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing because there was like the whole group of kids that were older than us that were like five to seven years older than our group. Yes. And then there was, like, the kids that were, like, five. Like, there was always kids, and there was always older kids. It was, like, shit you would see in a 50s movie. Like, yeah, it definitely was. So, yeah, I feel like there was games that got actually, like, passed down through the kids. Like, 
I would uh, uh, steal flowers with my childhood friends. That was like a big thing. We would go and take flowers from all our neighbors' backyards and make flower soup with it. That's a good way to kill yourselves. We wouldn't eat it. I don't think they. I don't think they ate it. Right? I. I don't. We didn't. We didn't actually eat it, but uh, we did get. In, we got in trouble for stealing our neighbors' flowers. Like people started to like realize, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Yeah, people um, get really mad about that." They do. Yeah, um, we well, did it though too. We did, did it. Yeah. I did you? By my mom. Did you guys like have? Yelling at me and I was a kid. I was like, I don't understand why this is wrong. They're flowers. Yeah. Why can't I pick these flowers? <laughs> Um, but like, did you play in your neighbor's backyards though? Did you guys have free reign? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. No, same here. Games was like that you had this whole like four black radius. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you could go run through every single backyard, jump the fences. Like there were certain backyards where people would like scream at you. So you had to be like really careful. You still went in there though. Um, mm-hmm. did you guys play you could go in between certain like. You could go in between certain houses and garages to get to, like, the next block over or whatever, like, to evade people. It was great. Like, I mean, we have, I have these little girls, actually, in in my neighborhood that have been in our backyard. And, like, I actually, (laughs) I actually don't give them shit. I actually, like, let them, like, because I know they're they're playing. And they have, like, all they have, they have, like, an alleyway. And, like, you know, and I'm sure it's, like, super weird in the city. To, like, be able, yeah. you know, because it's, like, all these whatever. And they literally have been in our backyard. But I was told them, like, you know, like, it's – I usually just wave, wave to them and I'm nice to them and I don't really care. Uh, but it's it's kind of funny because I'm – What hmm? part of the city are you in, Beth, if you don't mind me? Oh, I'm in Brewery Town. I'm in North Philly. Oh, um, Yeah. So – but, um, yeah, same in my neighborhood, like – our neighbors, we had like free reign. We were like in everybody's backyard. But like, I was wondering, did you guys play at the golf course? Did you guys go that way, or is that too mm-hmm. far from your house? A lot of kids did. I was not allowed. Well, no one really would to go to the golf course. Yeah. Well, because I mean, it's it like the only different. woods near your house, right? That would be the woods near your house is the golf yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. There was a creek there. Yeah. yeah it was really cool. Um, like we, we played in the creeks, like in Lansdowne, like Darby Creek and like, um, all that was like super fun. So, yeah. But, um, now Beth, did you hmm. go, did you jump off the trussles in Drexel Hill? Um, well, okay. I'm not sure if I, I mean, there was a place that I jumped off, but it was that park behind Bonner and Prendy. I jumped off there into the creek but um the the nailers run yeah oh yeah nailers run that's what it was called um but like the trestles and drexel hill i know i never jumped off i and i'm trying to think of what you're talking about like where because i know there was is it by the kmart like the maybe maybe that way yeah yeah that was way too steep i would not jump off that no but I know kids did that. Yeah, and like it was so funny. Like it was like you can't jump off over here, um, but you can jump off over here. Like if you jump off over there, that water right there is like three inches deep. This is like six foot deep. Yeah, <laughs> no, so, like the matter. It was of, like, fucked up. Steps. Yeah, I can't believe we oh, hadn't God, heard of more like childhood deaths from there. But nobody, I don't think anybody died. 
jumping from that. Yeah. I never heard anything. I don't even think anyone like broke a leg or anything, but like they yeah. were like just you can't you have to jump you have to walk like three steps to your left or you'll probably break your leg. I'm like this just doesn't sound <laughs> to me. I don't know if I like this idea. No, yeah, it was definitely for people who were like daredevils. That's that was uh-huh. what that was for. But yeah, I I am not a daredevil. I never would and also it was not only that it, it's really high. It's not like um a short jump it's a high jump too so it's pretty fucked up it's like a four or five story jump yeah it's insane yeah it's insane and also there's a a thing there's debris like in the creek too so like you also had to like be careful you didn't like hit like a sunken car or some shit or a rock or (laughs) there was like there yeah there was like tires and stuff in there there was yeah, like, like fucked there, up shit. There, there was everyone's old bicycle that no yeah. one wanted. Or there was like an engine to a car. But also, but back in the day, though, in high school, for like a short stint, I was hanging out a lot. But now this is like Clifton Heights, so now I'm wondering if we're talking about the same place. But the trestles were near there. But um, we would drink back there. There would be like parties in the woods back there. Yeah. Um, well, the one girl that grew up on our street used to go, she, when she graduated grade school, they went, she went to Upper Darby and then started hanging out with a lot of people from like St. Charles area or like, yeah, that's, this like is St. Charles. Clifton yeah. Heights. Yeah. And they yeah. just always called it the Trussels. And like the one time she's like, oh, you should come. I'm like, eh. and I think <laughs> I went, I'm like, I don't see this becoming very fun. Like, no, <laughs> I mean, I just remember like my, a friend of mine, we like went back there one time during the day and we saw that there was like these fire pits or whatever. And we were mm-hmm. both like, I bet you kids come back here to drink. We should try to come back here at nighttime. And we did. And sure enough, there was like parties back there and uh, it was fun, you know, but. Yeah, well, there was, there was Cobbs Creek golf course that that's where everyone to drink mm-hmm. yeah and a couple times because we had a friend that lived on um park parkview which that's what cob creek fucks up to in our neighborhood is parkview mm-hmm. and we would jump her back friends and walk down and go hang out and be like well, it's getting close to nine let's get out of here and like walk back up the hill and jump back on her her fence and watch the kids get busted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, okay, so let's do closing thoughts, childhood friends. So, uh, Maureen, closing thoughts, childhood friends. I'm just glad I had a childhood friend to bring on the podcast. Oh, so you're just going <laughs> to rub it in, you fucking bitch. Like, because I don't have a childhood friend to bring on the podcast, you're just going to rub it in. <laughs> At the end of the podcast. Wow, that was that was hard. That is so messed up. But no, for real, this is really really fun. This is very enjoyable. I really enjoyed it. like spending time on the phone with you guys. Okay. And talking about all these, it like really brought back a lot of memories. And I I I don't know. It was weird that they were like these horrible games of choking and hitting. Well, I and think they never did the choking one. The the choking that's one that's true. interesting. I, I still remember it. I just think it's like interesting happened. that it's still happening today, but it's on happening on TikTok. I find that very interesting. Mm, yeah, 
Like the ch- children never like I don't it never childhood never changes really. Like the mechanics yeah. of it probably mm-hmm. do, but the essence like of what it means to be a child is will forever be the same. I think though ch- children now are becoming a, like they're exposed to a lot more and and on a whole don't like I think their innocence is taking a lot sooner than ours was yeah that makes sense like and i'm sure like when we were growing up it was like television was doing that to us like making making us less incident innocent at an earlier age and for children today it's the information age so there's that in general but i also hear like pornography is like highly accessible to children more so than Mm -hmm. it was when we were growing up that's like a thing well yeah because of the internet yeah like like i was also thinking like like just like when my son's first day of school, I said, "Oh, how was school?" And he's like, "Oh, good. You know, we had a fire drill, and then we had a mass casual shooting drill." I'm like, "What?" Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that is fucked up. We used to have bomb threats all the time in high school, though. You know, I mean, yeah, and we used to have to stand out in the rain on the front lawn. Yeah, you know, I remember doing the moment of silence. Get to leave. The moment of silence right. at lunch for Columbine. I remember doing that. At, in high school. Oh, yeah. I was a freshman in um, college when that happened. Like, mm-hmm. that was so scary because they closed our campus mm-hmm. and was like, get out! Like, that's yeah. creepy. And now it's just like, there's another school shooting today. Third one this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> but we also did have, like, um, you know... A lot more kidnappings. There's a lot we- more... Like, when we were younger, I think a lot more kids were kidnapped. Think? Compared to today, yeah. Like, I think every generation has their own bad things that happen. But I just, I remember a lot more kids being kidnapped when we were younger. Oh, that makes sense. Maybe Uh, because less ways of tracking them. Yeah, like you didn't like have, like, Amber Alert on your phone so that everyone also, around, like, could instantaneously be looking for, like, your car. Once again, yeah. pornography is way more available. Like, uh, yeah, like, well, no, I'm just saying people that kidnap kids are perverts. So there's, well, yeah. they're um, more occupied yeah, by. Oh, you, you feel like that may deter them? Yeah. Yeah, if they have, yeah. like, you know, some good porn, you know, they probably wouldn't be as tempted. <laughs> I, I can see that, honestly. What? Honestly, no, Marie, you know what this other thing I was, mm-hmm. I was, I was, uh, again, in some other podcast I was listening to is uh, in Japan, they have, um, like, artificial AI uh, child pornography. That's like, so it's, oh. it's computer, whatever. It's, a, it's AI. Yeah, it's artificial intelligence. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's legal. And the point of it is that it occupies people who are pedophiles. So they have like this accessible porn to keep them entertained. And not only that, they're also logged into the system. So they know, everyone knows. So it's, it's basically mm-hmm. tracking what like. Yeah, they know who the pedophiles are and the, and they're not. Um, then then it, it supposedly cures them from like actually molesting children because they're just, you know satiated by the ai 
child pornography. Which, which I, I is, can yeah. see being good. Like, I do. Um, I think, it's risky. I think, I think, too, it's like, it makes it less shameful. I think that maybe, you know what I mean? Uh, they should be shamed. Oh. No, but I mean, like, for someone, like, you can't, so you can't, like, take that out of someone. Like, it can't be, like, if you will, cured. But, like, yeah, if no, you take yeah. maybe some of the shame out of it for the person who's experiencing that, yeah, and then give them something, like, to kind of keep. And it's not real, uh, real children. Like you said, I can see right, that. Thing. It at a bay and, yeah. and it's fulfilling because it all, like, in essence, a lot of it comes down to, like, different things that would trigger like endorphins like like everyone has their different thing that and i am not condoning it at all i'm not condoning Mm -hmm. it i'm just saying everyone's brains are made differently and if you have different compulsions or different like um different chemical imbalances and what have you but like that would be something that i think it's it's a I don't want to say a backhanded um compliment or like a, a condoning it, but it's at least they're not going out and physically trying to to get this to molest children. Yeah, like like they're not physically no. going out and doing it. Like well, it, honestly. It's made, I really did not mean to end this uh, conversation <laughs> about childhood friends on childhood porn- pornography, but but wait, Denise, what are your closing thoughts on on uh, what are your closing thoughts on childhood friends? Not so including no, childhood pornography not, set aside. Okay, not including that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> God, you just took it away from me. That you just nothing, no thoughts. No. Okay, I'm like, um, I guess. Thinking back to my childhood, I think I had a very good childhood, and and I think having friends that I still that I literally have seen me in every aspect of my life, it just it to me makes me remember all the good times that I had, and I feel the good times have outweighed the bad times in my life. And having oh. someone as close as I do with Maureen, it. Like, sitting here talking about, like, playing Kitty in the Corner or Buck Buck or, like, Manhunt or choking each other out. Like, <laughs> only one of those things were bad. Everything else was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's nice. Like, actually, like, I would say that's, like, a benefit of have, be, still being friends with your with your childhood friend or even just, like, thinking about your childhood friend. It, it like awawakens your inner child and your memories of your childhood mm-hmm. which is a whole mm-hmm. lifetime like you know it's it's a way yeah. to experience your life in a whole way you know or uh, that doesn't sound right um you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh, yeah, yes, I fully. holistically, yeah, ice cream does holistically. feel good on the whole. Yeah, I'm all whole, holy. Oh Jesus, um, yeah, I would say my my closing thoughts on uh on uh childhood pornography, no childhood <laughs> friends, memories, memories. Um, 
Like, yeah, no, I, well, like, I'm, uh, been writing, uh, like, memoir comics or, like, trying to, um, and I, like, I have found that, yeah, it's just this whole lifetime. Your childhood is, like, this whole lifetime, and being in touch with your childhood friends is a great way to, like, tap into those memories, and, like, as evidenced by this podcast today, the way you and Maureen have been like you know all of a sudden you're remembering the games you played together and everything and how great that was um you know i wish i was still friends with uh one of my childhood friends you know i'm gonna keep on reaching out to nicole it's gonna happen (laughs) Um, i'm gonna make it work i'm gonna make it work i gotta i gotta make it work i gotta become friends with nicole again and (laughs) Um, so that's basically where I'm at right now. <laughs> this has been really sad. This has been actually really sad for me because I'm on this podcast and you guys are all reconnecting, having beautiful childhood memories. And I'm like, my childhood friend won't message me back on Instagram. <laughs> fucked well, up. I tried to include high school memories that we've all been involved in. No, that's right, true. No, denied. That's true. What? What, Maureen? <laughs> I said denied. Oh, denied. Yeah. Only childhood. Only childhood. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, we. I was like a child at fifteen. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm, I was like a child like this year. <laughs> yeah, like mm, Matt. Am I still a child? No. I'm TikToking right, Mom. Right now. Oh, make sure he's not doing the blackout challenge. You gotta yeah, keep... I don't want to do the blackout challenge. Yeah, no blackout challenge for you. <laughs> okay. Um... Like, no, I was just watching Squid Game season two. Yeah, he's like waiting for season two to come out. I need to talk to Marine about it. Um. Well, Denise, it was it was like really nice talking to you and having you on. It was like. Well, a, ple- you, a pleasure. I really appreciate it. Uh, Maureen, I would love it's... to come back. Yeah, definitely. We um, really, we don't have guests on, um, but I would say that's also like what's really refreshing having like a third voice here um, too. Yeah. Conversation wise. Because Maureen can be like really, it's starting to be like really dull. Like, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so our little sign off we do is like see you in Wawa and Maureen has a come and go uh, in Colorado yeah. now. So um, yeah, so anyway, so I'll see you in Wawa. Yeah, yeah the come and go. All right. Bye. Maureen, you gotta say see you Wawa. Yeah, tell, say see you. I'll see you Wawa. <laughs> Podcast. Podcast. Do do Two hoes, two hoes. Four house on the hill. From Delco. Four house on the hill. Oh yeah, that's a four house on the hill. Two hoes. Two hoes. Don't roll your skirt too short. Everybody's gonna wanna be up in that shorts.